0: creators once again I get that creeping feeling of descent, as my body and heart betray what I'm trying to do oh that was an ugly sight <laughs> Oh, what my efforts are what I'm really striving for is balance and in keeping a quarter mile turn left onto Olsen Road Keeping reality as my guide for where I stand uh, with my loved ones and in life and uh, success for that matter. And that creeping feeling can come and it doesn't mean anything. Take the
1: next left onto Olson Road.
0: It just comes of its own free will. But my mind wants to make it mean something. And this, my friends, is where not only can depression lie... So can anxiety. So I think it's really
1: important... Continue on North Road for one mile.
0: So I think it's really important to stay cognizant. Unfortunately, that means you can't really always listen to your body. So you're going to have to try harder to recognize what's true, partially true, and... uh, (laughs) maybe not true at all and not use the same instincts that you would or most people would who aren't you know part of that problem or situation I don't know what I do know today is Friday June 5th 2020 I think it's funny that I often don't know what day it is. <laughs> this is the thing that I do know, but wait, it's the wrong day. But not today, for it is Friday, June 5th. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screed.
1: If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van, don't turn off that sad nap man. Random screed, random screed Don't know what you get, but it's what you need Hey, Hobbs, it's Rob from Down in the Heap Yeah, I, I don't think there's any denying that you know, fluff and lore and the differentiation between the two is subjective I think, you know, virtually well, 80% of the topics we talk about in gaming uh, and how people react to them is going to be subjective but what I mean by... F- Fluff is something that is pretty much superfluous, and you can pretty much count on it being superfluous. For example, if you're running a game in the World of Greyhawk, and the game's action takes place in the Wild Coast, well, describing or having an entry in your gazetteer that you give to the players about the hold of Stonefist, which is a thousand miles away, and they'll never go to... To me, that would be an example of fluff. It's superfluous. They'll never engage with it. Describing the, the ruler of the area the characters are in as having brown eyes and brown hair, to me, that's kind of fluff. Unless that's a really unusual characteristic, it's not really all that meaningful. Now, if the ruler has a missing left hand, well, that's a little bit more Towards lore, And if he has a missing left hand because a hobgoblin chieftain cut it off, and now that ruler despises hobgoblins, and Captain Ahab, like, has waged war against all the hobgoblins of the world and bends his will towards that one goal, you know, that's lore. If the cities in your world are all underground because the monsters rule the surface world... That's lore. That's something unique that the characters need to know about. And this is kind of why I veer away from using popular IP, because you have these differing levels of engagement with the the players, because some of them will know everything about the Star Wars universe, and someone else maybe has never even seen the movie. So um, that's why I veer away from that kind of stuff, because you have this varying degree and that's why when you create all your own stuff, it's all, everyone's starting from the same ground. Now, the other aspect, of course, is the players themselves. They just have different levels of involvement. And some will read reams of background material and find bits in there that they make meaningful. And others will, won't will read it even a year down the road, maybe they haven't read it. Um, and... It <laughs> Yeah, so you're right. It's all subjective. It's all dependent upon your game table, the players involved, et cetera. So, yeah. See ya.
0: All right. So discussion continues. A heated argument. Continuous conversation concerning lore and fluff. So we heard there from Rob C. of Down in a Heat podcast. And in the end, he agrees that it is subjective. But um, the podcast that my podcast inspired at Dungeon Musings uh, concerning fluff, it's a two-hour podcast. I don't really expect you to listen to it. Uh, But basically, it seems he, me and Kevin, uh, felt that my use of the term info dump uh, is pejorative or has negative connotations? I'm not sure it does. I'm not sure info dumping is is negative convert connotations. I mean, I think it's uh, it's it's almost a necessity in some ways. So to mean that info dump has negative connotations, but if you call it lore, it doesn't. And I don't, I don't, I don't know if I'm buying that, Kevin. I just don't know, man. Regardless, I still think it comes down to uh, presentation. There's lots of ways to present your info dump. You know, it could be, as Rob C said, a single page before the campaign starts. It could be uh, throughout the game and the GM just tells the player what they might know about a particular thing. Maybe there is going to be some time when the first game first starts, when you're just going to try and explain the character's uh, culture, concept, And there's one other thing that the Genesis uses. I'm not sure. I don't know, but I do believe that there's a line between the two where it's too much and where it's not enough. And walking the sword's edge is where it's just perfect. And (laughs) fortunately, that sword's edge is going to move just like goalposts. Uh, Sometimes it's going to be okay for certain systems. Sometimes you're going to need more for other systems. I'm not even sure what the best way to do it is or how you're just going to have to do what feels right for you as a game master and for the players Uh, because there is some buy-in from the players for heavy lore games. Um, If you're going to say lore is something you keep and the important and necessary stuff and trivia or fluff is the non and like I mentioned previously I was using them synonymously. Maybe you shouldn't. I don't know. I I do believe in words and having connotations and using the right word for what you were trying to say. And maybe there was some negativity there from me in how long the info dump was taking. That doesn't mean that it isn't necessary for those info dumps in order to set the scene for the players to ground themselves, as Rob says, or to comprehend and act and be able to roleplay... And even just play the fantasy adventure game, if that's what you're doing, within the context of that game. Uh, some games have more context than others, and I think part of this ties in pretty well with um, good vanilla, right? If you have, if your product has a ton of info dumping required data. It's probably not going to fit easily into an existing campaign. Uh, On the other hand, I think uh, a grounded setting with lots of information, you know, depth of setting, is going to be important when you're talking about uh, the seriousness of the game, which ties back into another conversation that I had with uh, Che Webster on Roleplay Rescue where we were discussing, uh, the type of games that we like and, uh, the seriousness of them and, uh, you know, gaming as art. So anyway, that's a great conversation and I'm pretty excited about where, uh, Anchor is right now for me. I, I'm, I'm motivated, com- <laughs> I'm compulsed to, uh talk on here and to do things and I find that other people are being inspired to do their shows and we're having that uh, blog-like conversation that had felt like uh, it was wasn't there for me anymore it wasn't really working Uh, and I think that was a self-fulfilling prophecy because I wasn't doing it right it's hard for your me to uh to engage with me if I'm not engaging so uh, another one of those situations where you get what you're looking for and what you put in. So uh, I want to talk about something similarly next. Mr. Hobbs, Roy here. When you do a podcast and immediately forget what you podcasted about, that's called Vansian Podcasting. Another spin off of uh, the conversation that I had with Che and uh, myself, we, he, we, we talked about books that might help people do things a certain way uh, in a specific manner that we believe would help make games art. And uh, Arlen Walker at Live from Pelham's Wasteland did an episode on uh, Arbiter of Worlds as that book was mentioned as something that you know could maybe help you understand player agency, why it's important and uh, how it might be fun in certain types of games. I feel like Arlen liked the book but I feel like he failed I mean it's not really a failure I guess but if someone writes a book that's specifically about a certain type of play, to condone him for writing about that type of play and not other types of play uh, seems, I don't know, confusing. Um, and those are, That's a little stronger than I feel about it. I enjoyed hearing uh, Arlen talk about it he has a good mind for gaming theory, and that's something that I'm really interested in. Um, I don't necessarily believe that we should be able to use literary analysis on games, as I feel like we need a new type of analysis for a new type of art medium. So I really hope someone has some ideas about better because I, I mean I don't I don't know the old forge had its ways game simulation narrativist all those things I don't I don't know if they work I, I don't know if we need something new we need something modern uh, I really am interested in that and if anyone has some ideas on uh, things like that or, or something to read or talk about or if someone wants to talk about it let me know I'd love to discuss it probably on Hobbs and friends Uh, I find it fascinating, Uh, as you guys all know, I am endlessly on uh, the journey or the search for the perfect game, just as I am for the way to somehow save, save me from myself. I feel like there may be some connections to those journeys somehow. 'Cause I'm like a seeker. I'm always I find a hole in myself and then I often fill it with the wrong things. Maybe that was self medication in the past, maybe that's I don't know, video games, I don't know what it is right now, but I what I do know is I feel like this journey to really finding affirmation in The way that I run games and the experience that I can bring to the table through that may help me find some sort of sanity in my life. I don't know, it almost made me cry talking about it, so I think I have some really deep-rooted feelings about it. But even to myself, it sounds sort of hokey. And I've never really said that out loud. So, yeah. You never know what's going to come out in an unscripted podcast, like Random Screed. So this whole episode, I guess, is about reactions to other people's reactions to me. And uh, I think that that is fantastic, this course. Uh, One of the things that I feel like could make it better is if there was a way to, you know, like, tag back. So when you're doing a show about someone else's show, tag it back, like maybe call in and say, hey, I'm doing a show about your show, This is kind of a quick synopsis about it. And then when you do your show, tag that show back. I don't know. That way maybe someone who is following the conversation can get in and hear all the pertinent aspects. Or another podcaster wants to involve themselves in that conversation. That's something that's missing in these uh, vocal blogs that we do on Anchor and maybe other podcasts. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I want to know when you're inspired by something I say, even if, you know, you feel like you can say it better. Like, that's why Kevin told me. He's like, hey, you know, I don't think... He didn't say you shouldn't use the word info dump. He just said, like, I didn't feel like you knew what you were talking about, and so I wanted to do my own show about it. So, yeah, I think that's great. And if uh, there's anybody out there who ever uh, wants to talk about something I'm talking about, let me know. And we could join up. I think they're making it easier and easier do a joint so anyhow guys thanks for listening Uh, I appreciate it Uh, I feel like this show is helping me again and uh, I'm just carrying on man carrying on that's the thing about doing podcasts and anchor I think it's not a call
1: I was just a normal guy didn't know what to do with my life, and I found this app, I found this app, I found this app, it's called Anchor, I plugged
0: it in, something came over me,
1: it's not a cult, it's a choice, it's not a cult, it's a choice, it's not a cult. And everything was okay.
0: Something came over me. It's not a cult, it's a choice. It's not a cult, it's a choice. It's not, it's not a cult. I love my anchor at, It's all I need. Something came over me. It's not a cult, it's choice.
1: It's not a cult, it's a choice. It's not a cult, it's a choice. Not a comfort of choice. And now I have all the friends that I need.
0: my world is anchored. The world is
1: anchored. And I'm tethered.
0: I'm tethered.